1: I got my coffee, I got my wife, I got my daughter. It's time for another podcast. <laughs> How you feeling, Maggie?
2: I'm good. I'm I'm tired. I'm running on six hours of sleep. Well, and, you've been busy. Yeah, and worked out this morning. Man.
1: Fantastic. What,
2: getting up in the morning is like... Do you feel... I guess you're a morning person. When I wake up early, I feel sick to my stomach. Oh, man. <laughs> I feel... I feel like completely nauseous and that I have to eat something instantly, but I don't have an appetite, but I know I have to eat because that's how the nausea goes away. It's wild. It legitimately feels like I'm, I'm dying for a split second. Hey,
3: not to get medical on you, but when you wake up, are you laying on your back? Because it could be uh, acid reflux and that's what wakes you up.
2: Um, Another time Prince. No, <laughs> and it's usually my alarm that wakes me up. I'm a side sleeper. Good.
1: I don't know, Maggie, that's not my problem. <laughs> I, I wake up, I feel like I just rebooted my whole brain and systems, and it's like, another day I get to be alive. I jump out of bed.
3: <laughs> run, into run into the wall.
1: run into the wall. I bounce off that wall, I run into another wall. And then I'm like, okay, I guess I'm awake now. But yep. then I drink coffee and usually eat a piece of fruit. And I just love mornings, man. This morning was awesome, especially because I uh, got to play golf on our new golf course with my buddy Lee. And uh, yeah, it was cool. It felt like, sp- like fall time here. It was, Oh awesome. my
2: gosh. I cannot relate. Yesterday. This was actually <laughs> comical. I got fully dressed. I was in jeans, a top in this flannel kind of like heaviest jacket that I have. Yeah. Um, and I put it all on. and I, <laughs> I asked like my smart home in my room. I said, uh, what's the temperature outside? And it just goes, it is currently 100 degrees and my jaw visibly dropped. <laughs> I went. <coughs> and so I had to change. Did you change? I yeah, did. I thought so. <laughs> yeah, that That's was great. That was tough, man.
1: Well, you want to do a podcast?
2: Um, Yeah, I can do a podcast real quick. Should we roll the intro music first?
1: Why not? Go All for right. it. Roll <laughs> the intro music.
2: Max and Dads, post some chaos. Max and Dads.
1: everybody this is dan thurman i'm here with my daughter maggie thurman how you doing maggie i'm
2: doing good how are you we
1: got mama in the house as well what's up baby good Good. shay thurman over there eddie thurman on the edit and um and we're glad you're here thank you for joining us and joining our family this week we've got a lot of exciting things to talk about and catch up on um as well as maybe a question or two from you so be sure to subscribe and uh listen in so, what you got for me, Maggie?
2: What's what I got for you, like conversation wise? What, what for you, me? Oh, what you? My bad, my bad, my bad. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it didn't come through super clearly. Um, where Where do I start? We were talking about working out before. Should we? Because I I don't think you understand what I say when I say I go to dog pound. Do you have like any context for what that is?
1: Um, I know it's a gym. You yeah. told me it was like a. Uh, pretty like epic LA gym very no a lot of no- notoriety maybe so what i imagine it's, is like like famous people go there to work out yeah
2: know? which is one of the reasons why i kind of didn't want to go where i was like ah, i feel like this is more of an aesthetic like intense i don't know just like when I work out, I don't want anyone to look at me. (laughs) I I usually don't want people to talk to me or anything like that. And so the idea of going to dog pound with a group of friends, it just, it didn't sound like my ideal cup of tea, but it actually ended up being super nice. And you have trainers. Um, and oh my goodness, dad and mom today was brutal. (laughs) Last week, I'm still very, very new to dog pound. This was my second week going, so it's (laughs) I'm figuring it out. But last week was a walk in the park compared to today. My legs were shaking on the first exercise, like Mm. visibly shaking, (laughs) and it was (laughs) so intense. And and our trainer was just like, "So you have a trainer
1: there? Um, Did the trainers kind of work around the gym with everybody, or did you have to hire a trainer to work with you?"
2: You, you schedule a time with a specific trainer, um, okay. and I went with my friends Alyssa and Jenna. So it was the three of us with one trainer. Um, and man, man, oh man, he he worked us very hard. And it's always mm-hmm. funny because I get like 40 minutes into the workout, and I start to feel a little bit lightheaded.
0: Mm-hmm. And
2: I, for me, that's a little bit of a concern topic just because I do have a tendency yes. to pass out. And, In gyms in gyms and have some quote seizure like activity and so I literally I had to do this last week as well but I turned to Alyssa and I was like do you think it's time for this like the seizure talk like do I I tell him and (laughs) she was like yeah and so I like went to our trainer I was like hey just so you know I sometimes I I, I get a little seasy and he was like oh I'm so glad you told me this 37 minutes into our workout (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah <laughs> and i was like i'll, I'll be fine no no no, i didn't it's just sometimes i do need like legit 15 extra seconds to regroup just i'm getting better at knowing my body and like knowing what it needs to not pass out yeah um and a lot of the times it doesn't need for me to completely stop. If I'm like in something and I completely stop, that's like worse for my body. <laughs> like I, I get more lightheaded Then it's more of a, just kind of, I don't know, feeling it out. But I wanted to tell him that cause I didn't want him to think I was just slacking. Right. I was like, no, I just, I might, uh, I might. Seize. No, it's,
1: it's no joke. <laughs> you know, you've got to be careful with yourself. But I mean, in general, Starting a workout regimen is, is difficult because those first few workouts and those first few episodes where you literally rip your muscles and you're sore and you're hurting, it's like the recovery time initially is a really long, like several days before you feel unsore again and you're ready yeah. to work out. Now, what happens is if you stay with it, that period shortens to where like you could work out even the same muscle groups every second or third day. Um, and I loved when I was in that groove because it just felt like it was all gains. It was all fun, um, and and I was you know I had a roommate in college when I was really working out. I've had some good workout routines lately, but Mom's giving away my weights. That's
2: right.
3: Why? Yeah,
1: well, it's Why? part of our our purging. So moving from yeah. one house to another house, I have a weight bench and and a, you know barbell, dumbbells, yeah. all that kind of stuff. It's just like we don't know where it goes here. Plus, there is like kind of a workout gym at the neighborhood. Yeah,
3: like ten houses up. And he wasn't using it in the basement. But the number of things that you've told me to get rid of versus the one thing I said, like you can, you know, he's got the pre-core. We got the bike. We have some other weights. He's got a weight bar. He just doesn't have the bench. Yes. Yeah. And most of what I do,
1: most of what I do to work out is just with my body weight. Anyway, like.
2: And throwing people juggling, around,
1: uh, yeah, throwing them.
2: Mom's been <laughs> sending me. Humans? Mom's been sending me a lot of pictures of things of mine, uh, from my childhood, asking <laughs> if I should keep or get rid of them. And she sent me, yes. Dad. I was on the phone with Dad when you sent me this, Mom, and it was just a, like a picture of a bunch of paintings I did as as a child. And I was, I, I like audibly said, like, man, no one was gonna tell me I couldn't paint, like. <laughs> <laughs> Those were great paintings. Uh, we loved them, and
1: you have to start somewhere. And you had. a If very you loved them, why are
2: you getting rid of them? Why are you getting rid of them? I'm not getting then? rid of them. Are you going to hang them up on your bedroom?
1: I'm, well, they're <laughs> yeah. on the weight bench.
3: Hey, <laughs> I wanted to put your picture behind us in the podcast before one of your paintings, and you were like, "Mom, take that down." Oh, because so, it was bad. No, I have several of your paintings that you've done. That are wonderful, and then the, so then I send you a picture of ones like, okay, do you like that we can let like, go of? You are like, no, you got to keep them
1: all. You know, speaking of art and working out and other things that you need to do regularly, eating is one of those things you absolutely one hundred percent have to do regularly, like at least once a day. Some people <laughs> eat only today. one meal a day. You <gasps> yeah, know are there, there are those like annual like one a day eaters. Don't I, don't I, snakes. I've eat never like, been one meal a day. Keen yeah, I don't know, but it's kind of like the snake diet or something where you just put a big <laughs> load what, of food in your belly yeah, and di- digest it. Um, the one meal, but no, that. I love to eat frequently, actually, and and the better, the best part is if you have food delivered immediately to your door uh, on a regular basis, and that's why we want to tell you about our amazing partner Hello Fresh. Yay. Especially this this time of uh, our lives, things are getting more expensive. You probably noticed food costs going up in the grocery store or going out to eat at your favorite restaurant. Those prices going up. And HelloFresh has always been a great deal. It's always been 25% cheaper than eating out and even cheaper than grocery meals. Uh, And that's absolutely the case. Um, And even more important now during times of economic, you know, tightening,
2: HelloFresh works with your schedule. Plans are flexible and you can change up your meal preferences, update your delivery day, and even change your address with just a few taps on the HelloFresh app.
1: Our family has loved HelloFresh. As you know, if you've been listening to this podcast, you know that Eddie and Maggie and and all of us have been uh, really benefiting from that experience of using HelloFresh. Also, following the recipes and learning a little bit more about cooking and building a lot of confidence in that regard. It's been a lot of fun, and you can always you know try new recipes and just stretch your own you know adventurous horizons in eating and cooking and food preparation.
2: So, if you are interested in trying HelloFresh, which you totally should, you can go to hellofresh.com/slash sixteen chaos and use code sixteen chaos for 16 free meals across seven boxes and three free gifts.
1: That's HelloFresh.com slash 16 Chaos and use code 16Chaos for sixteen free meals across seven boxes and three free gifts. America's number one meal kit, HelloFresh.
2: Are you still doing your thousand catches a day?
1: Uh yeah, I am. Um, well, not every day.
2: Really? Because he juggles every day in the kitchen. Most most in the living
1: days. Room, in- I used to be so rigid about it, though, really disciplined. Um, and so what she's talking about or asking about is with five balls, I juggle five balls in the air for 1,000 catches, which is a little over five minutes, counting my right hand and, and focusing on that. And if I drop, I have to start over. And so this was one of those disciplines, you know, like just to keep my skills sharp with juggling, to make sure I was confident on stage. And it's a really, really good thing to do. Um, but now, I mean, I there were a couple of years, like three years, four years where I did it every day. I didn't miss a day. Mm-hmm. Now I see it more like as a maintenance thing to kind of like if I know I'm getting ready for a show, um, or if I notice my Apple watch ring <laughs> isn't closed yet <laughs> Close i'll I'll ring. do my thousand catches. Uh, and I do notice a difference just in terms of confidence it's It's amazing how how much time it takes to like keep things. At their highest level like to stay like build a skill or maintain a skill or get good at something you know yeah i think that's that's the problem is i'm I'm interested in so many things like now it's i'm playing more golf i'm still playing disc golf of course there's juggling there's unicycling there's like i you know all these other hobbies that i'm really interested in and new things too but everything requires time and Mm -hmm. practice and so you can't get good at everything all at once is the problem.
3: I feel like it was like the matrix. You could just upload when you want to learn something super fast.
1: That would be amazing. That
3: would be amazing.
1: Uh, speaking of new experiences though, you just had one with, um, ADR,
2: ADR right? Yeah. Tell
1: me about that.
2: Yeah. So ADR, it stands for <laughs> crap.
1: Not what you'd think.
2: It's like, um, Audio, no, I don't think, I don't know. I don't know. It's something weird. Anyways, um, ADR we'll is for when you've shot a movie or a TV show and they're going through the editing process and they've got an edit put together and there's a bit of audio that, a line or dialogue that was said that the mic didn't pick up right or that something needs to be changed Um, Or little things like that. So you go into a sound studio and you put on headphones and you've got a big screen in front of you that's your face and you got the lines in front of you and your job is to say the lines exactly matching your lips, but they're going (laughs) to dub it over and that's the audio that's going to be in the film. and a lot of the times you can spot adr <laughs> like like a lot of friends and i whenever we're watching something we'll just go up oh, Yeah, that that is adr a lot of the times if any scenes on a beach most of that scene's oh, yeah. going to be adr because the audio is so loud cuz the wind did you guys figure out what it stands for
1: uh, Mom's handing it to me now. It says, alternative dispute resolution. See, I... Yeah, I said, we, no,
2: I set him up for a joke. That's the
3: Department of Labor. It has nothing to do with...
1: Oh, okay, never comes. mind. Yeah, that, that <laughs> makes no sense. Wait. That's from the Department of Labor.
3: <laughs> okay, that makes Audio so much more <laughs> sense. <resolution>. Audio <laughs> we
1: well, That's what you told up. me about yesterday.
2: Yeah, because like, that's what yeah. it says when you looked it up. It didn't make sense to me, but that's okay.
1: Okay, well, there's a better... Um, we're yeah, gonna yeah, get yeah. what it really stands for in a minute. Cool, cool, cool. <laughs> so, I remember Eddie had to do a lot of this on a movie that he was in, and it was like there were some audio problems in production. Yeah, and it turned turned into this this incredible chore that was really difficult and frustrating. But did you it enjoy stressful. it? Was it? It, it was.
2: It, it was. So it was also my first look at the movie, mm. which was really exciting. Like I hadn't seen anything from it. Um, and so it was so exciting to, like, see – it. it's so weird to see yourself and hear yourself. And I'm so critical of myself that I kind of just had to get over myself and be like, okay, stop criticizing yourself and just enjoy. Like, enjoy enjoy being a working actor for the day. Enjoy, like, all this stuff. Um, and so Augmented it was Augmented
1: dialogue replacement. That makes
2: Augmented a lot more sense. Augmented dialogue
1: replacement. <laughs> that makes yes. so
2: much more sense. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, it was – it was stressful, but it was fun. Um, yeah.
1: what did you think of the movie? Like seeing yourself on screen—that had to be pretty cool.
2: It was cool. It was. It, I look a lot different in the movie. I'm blonde, I'm younger. Because um, we shot it <laughs> yeah. a long time ago. You're so old now. In January. You shot it yeah. nine months ago. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> and so, no, I I am really excited though, and I'm excited for to see the whole thing. I only got to see bits and pieces that we were. Augmenting dialogue. The
1: dialogue replacement. Replace oh, yeah. The,
2: the, oh, yeah. <laughs> um, so I'm very excited to see the whole thing and I was so excited for everyone else to see it. Yeah. Cool.
1: Did you see anybody on the, like in that experience that you had already known from the movie or were these all new people because of the work that you were doing?
2: In the studio? Mm hmm. Um, The people in the physical studio were all new, but we had our directors and producers like on Zoom. So that was the other thing. I was there's so many people in my year. I was like, "Geez, hey guys, <laughs> <laughs> keep
3: it down a little, would you?" How long did the whole Try thing take? Work here. I'm trying to augment
2: my recording. Augment <laughs> <I laughs> my
1: reality, baby. <laughs> no, how long did it take?
2: It took yeah. like an hour, maybe. Oh, yeah, it wasn't very long. I was there like an hour. Um, but guys, I've been saying the word "fire" so much lately. As I don't know. So it started as actually I do know why it started as a joke. You know, like people will say, oh, that's fire, man. Like, oh, fire. Uh, and so it started as a joke, and now I cannot stop. <laughs> I am saying <laughs> it all the time, especially at like pickleball and stuff. Somebody will do something, hit a nice shot, and I'll go, "Oh, fireman!" And even, "fireman" is even worse, actually. <laughs> Not <that I'm>
1: <laughs> fireman, I mean, where? Where? It,
2: it even changed. <laughs> you see from a fire me, truck. Me just saying things where it was like the tone of it, saying, "Oh, fire." To it actually sounding like I'm seeing a fire, where I'll just oh. go, fire. And then, no. <laughs> and then everyone's like, what? <laughs> like, like, there's a fire? But I've been getting a little better. But at ADR, it slipped out a little bit again, too, on the oh, Zoom. No. They'd say, all right, we've got it. And i go, fire. <laughs> I was like, oh, I should have said
1: <laughs> that. Oh, no. How professional.
2: I know. I just well, sound they like did, a.
1: They didn't know it was the 90 millionth time you said it, so that's okay.
2: <laughs> That's true. Well, if they listen um, to the podcast,
1: well, they do. Well, I, I had a great experience. It's it sounds like um it, it shouldn't be a great experience, but it really was attending a funeral in Chicago. It was for my mm-hmm. uncle, my great uncle Teddy, Yay. who is ninety-nine years old. Kind of a spontaneous decision for me to go, but your mom was super supportive and said, Yes, you should definitely be there. Oh, definitely. This is my grandmother's brother. Um, an amazing family. The you know, t- Teddy Fornack Um, there were five Fortnite boys all of five of them went to world war ii all five of them made it home alive and uninjured which is that in and of itself is miraculous yeah um so 99 years old you know you go to a funeral like that and and people are sad people are missing them people are telling stories but you know it's not like it's a different kind of sad yeah it's not like oh my gosh we lost uncle teddy it's like Good job, Uncle Teddy.
3: Ninety-nine
1: years old. You look really good. Good job. You spiked the football on the way out. That was awesome. Um, But there was a very funny moment during this this experience. What happened? And so I was there with my with my parents, with my mom and dad, and um, there was because he was in the military. It was a very military type funeral. He was buried at a military cemetery. They did a uh, twenty-one or you know shot salute. With the with the guns, three different rounds of seven guns, um, but in the like the actual service, there was a moment where the 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 officiant said uh, the the, pa- the pastor or the priest because Catholic service he said if anyone has been in the military, um, it, you know, for any of our veterans or military personnel, if you'd like to at this time get up and come salute the casket then by all means, this would be the time to do it. Well, mom didn't hear, my mom, your grandma, didn't hear no. the part about if you've if been in, in the, the military. military. No. And so, and so she gets up and gets in the line with these three or four other people. And, and she walks up to the open <laughs> casket and there's a flag no. hanging there, and one at a time they all salute the flag, oh and then my they salute gosh. Uncle Teddy, you know, and 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 so it gets to be Mom's turn, and she has no idea what she's doing, but she's just following what everybody else did. And she salutes so the flag, she salutes Uncle Teddy, and she looks to her right, and she's like, "There's only one more person behind me. I don't know why anybody else didn't do this." <laughs> so afterward, people were like, Diana, I didn't know you weren't you were in the military." And She said, "I wasn't. That I wasn't. So no, funny. I didn't hear that part." <laughs>
3: Oh, That's great, grandma.
1: <laughs> that's great. But it was so fun to see family at, that I haven't seen in a long time. And, um, you I know, didn't
3: know that story, you hadn't told me. In the oh I know, I'm
1: saving it for now. But in the uh, in our Polish family, we do weddings right and we do funerals right, and they're both big, uh, big celebrations. There was even polka music <laughs> at the funeral. That's so
2: funny though. Oh my gosh, grandma. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I told her. I said when it was all done. I said, and that's how you make the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and, she, and I said, really seriously, is, is it okay uh, for me to share that story? And she said, Yeah, that's fine. No big deal. <laughs> no,
3: um, that's mom, so cute, though. And yeah.
1: then your mother got into the Texas Film Festival with her new uh, play, her new uh, film.
2: Film.
1: Yep. And um, so that's that's exciting.
2: Congratulations, yeah. Mama! Thank you
1: And in other news, we went and saw Mary Poppins at the Aurora Theater, which was so fun. Um, it was really great.
3: Yeah, and were you thinking the whole time like I was about Maggie when she was in Mary Poppins? Yes, I, all I could <sighs> think about was was your school production. And it's true. You were I was in Mary
2: Poppins. I was a doll. I like came out of this thing because the kids were being bad. And I was like, mm-hmm. they're not being good, Mary Poppins. What should we do? Probably scare them. <laughs> we're just really creepy. <laughs> what an odd role. Yeah.
1: Well, there were kids everywhere in the theater. That was oh. the fun part for me is, that, is to yes. watch the show for sure, but to look around and just see these kids all lit up and smiling. And that that made me miss you and Eddie and remember oh, how much yeah. theater we saw with you and, and how great that was.
3: Oh, yeah. Those kids, even, even the the little boys were just – leaning forward with huge smiles on their faces, just absolutely having the best time. And yeah, that was that was the best part was watching we were literally watching the kids probably a third of the time. Yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> Instead of Aww. the stage. That's sweet.
3: Yeah.
1: But other than those things, we've been in moving mode, which continues to be the task that just keeps getting bigger and never ends, compounded by the fact that now I don't know where anything is, because even where I was in a cabinet before, I go there, and mom has since rearranged the cabinets in the I new house again. A better
3: place for it. And
1: so it's like, I'm just like, I don't know. All I need is my socks and my shorts,
2: where do and we then, keep this uh, now? Yeah. So. Oh, yeah, and I made the socks and the shorts, too. <laughs> Man. Yeah, I think it's... I, I keep those in the closet now. It's so funny that my first night sleeping in y'all's new house, you guys weren't there. Yeah. But,
1: but back then, it was great. Like, I'm already nostalgic for those days because we had the <laughs> house, but it was empty. There was nothing nothing here except, like, the bare necessities of what we needed. Yeah. And it was like, this is really nice, but now we have... All our stuff here, which is way too much stuff.
3: No, but part of the reason why it's so much is because they're still in boxes on the floor. Once they're put away, it will look like it did before, sort of.
1: It's, It's necessary, though. I mean, you have to definitely go through that process to get to the other side. Um, But I don't know when that's going to be that we get to the other side.
3: I know because we're going to be out of town next week. We're going to be in Reno. With Eddie. And Morgan, whose birthday is Friday, which actually will have
2: just happened when this drops. Happy birthday, Morgan. Mom, Mm -hmm. so dad and I did a podcast interview yesterday, and it was with another father-daughter, and we... They we did a little game of who knew their dad best, and it turns out I don't know dad at all. I can't, <laughs> what? We, we can't go off script, you know, because everything a whole podcast is scripted, right? <laughs> that was a joke. <laughs> it was,
1: yeah. um, although you know me really well, as evidenced I, by the push in the pool of videos,
2: yes, but there were but some questions I,
1: that stumped you,
2: yeah. I was, and I'm wondering if mom knows them, so okay. I'm gonna ask mom the questions that I was asked and see how well you know your husband okay you ready yeah what is dad's favorite color
3: hmm I think it's blue
2: what the heck okay so I don't is know it? my father <laughs>
3: <laughs> I don't think he really has a favorite color but if he had a favorite color it would be blue it he used said, to be teal when we first met but but we both kind of burned out on teal
1: and purple I like purple a yeah
3: lot. yeah I said yeah like, purple. is there, is there yeah. another one was there she no? said purple and
1: green. Those were our wedding colors, purple yeah, that's, and green, no, teal, I think teal, that's why and I said it. it.
2: Purple, teal and, teal. purple and teal. Okay, green is kind of like teal. No? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that's true. my point. True. It's a shade of teal. It's a, it's a blue teal. green. Yeah. You guys just shade love Hulk. Um. No, but okay, next question. Um, What is dad's dream travel destination? I got this one.
3: Probably Scotland to play golf.
1: I mean, there's a lot of great dream travel destinations. He's uh, been to most to go. of them.
3: Oh, oh, Antarctica! For to speak at your mm, seventh, um, seventh continent. continent. But I don't think that's a dream vacation. Ma-
1: uh, Maggie said Poland.
2: Oh, Poland! Yeah, you're right.
1: Yeah, that's that's, that's a good answer.
2: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. If if Dad could only eat one thing for the rest of his life, what would it be? Cashews. <laughs> <laughs> she got it. Yeah. <laughs> I said I coffee see you meet him eat and them all day long. What's
1: my zodiac sign?
2: Oh yeah, what's
3: what's it's I cancer. Same as man. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly. but that's not knowing your dad, because we don't you I know, know like, I don't
2: really know anything about zodiac signs. Oh, I only know Gemini. mine. Yeah, that's all yep. I know. And people I hate it when people ask me my out here, like when they ask me my zodiac sign, because the second I say Gemini, they go, Oh, <laughs> I'm like, no, I'm nice. I promise I'm a nice person. Yeah,
1: exactly. I think think that has a bad reputation. I dated a girl who was a Gemini once, and she was also very nice.
3: Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, well, it can be, well, I don't know. It's whatever you want it to be.
1: (laughs) So you want to take a question, Maggie? Sure.
2: Yeah, let's do a question.
1: Okay. This is from Rob, who says, I'm applying to college this fall, and I feel like there's a certain expectation that other people have um, and I have of myself, there's some schools I really like in terms of fit, but don't meet this expectation academically. Do you think I would be selling myself short if I were to lower my academics, uh, I went lower on academics in return for a better fit? Also, would either of you be interested in going to prom? That was from Rob. Um, so Rob, I think we're, we're probably not going to be able to do the prom thing, but we'll see if we can help you with your other question. Um, in terms of picking a college, which is probably the most stressful thing that any young person gets to do. Certainly it's like at that time in your life when you're 17 and you're trying to figure it all out, it seems like it's such an enormous weight and decision and choice. We've talked about this in the past a little bit. And you know, I think there's so many right answers. The way to look at it is no matter what you choose, it will be the right answer at that time for you. Um, And expectations. I mean, there's a lot we could talk about with regard to expectations. Where do you want to start with this, Maggie? Is
2: the question referring to lowering academic expectations in applying to colleges?
1: I think it's like there's a college that really appeals to him.
2: Would I be
3: selling myself short if I went lower on academics in return for a better fit?
1: Like a better environment, better... You know, group of friends, maybe closer to home. I don't know what that means to Rob.
2: I think but most colleges, you're truly going to get the education out of it that you're putting into it. You know true. what I mean? Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. sure, there's certain expectations or certain exemptions or expectations. What is the Ex- word? Exceptions. I'm, exceptions. Oh, is my gosh. I don't mean? know. Yes, I don't know why I couldn't think of that word. So sorry. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um For certain schools that are, are going to be very, very strict, like, a lot of your IVs, where if you don't keep up, then you're probably going to leave. Yeah, Yeah. but I'd say for the most part, you're going to get the education that you're looking for. You can take harder classes, you can take harder professors, or you can take easier classes and easier professors all within the same school. So if you really, really love an environment, and you can get into it, then I think there's flexibility with the academics in a lot of colleges, not in all colleges, but within a lot of universities.
1: Yeah, I would say that's great advice. I mean, in general, I think Maggie's onto something here that you can really get out of it, what you put into it, and try not to put so much pressure on yourself, even though it seems like this is a very pressure-packed decision. What do you think, Shay?
3: Yeah, I think I remember us talking with a couple of people about this, grown-ups, and um, somebody who had gone to tech, and said they wish they hadn't started at tech because it was so
2: hard tech is so hard yeah
3: that we're talking yeah, about Georgia tech so,
2: by the way just
3: georgia so tech so yeah and so and and to his point was if you if you go into a college that is so hard that you either can't keep up or you you have no other life to him it was not a good choice and yeah. he did graduate from tech, but, um, <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, so I think it, it depends on the person, as you guys said, what's what's a fit for you. But, and but what your also, are. Um, another thing in that conversation, I forget where we were. I think we were at one of your programs, um, is that this is not the end of the world. You can start in a school yeah. that is the right fit for you and then you can move up to a different school you can transfer to other schools so Absolutely. don't feel like oh my god if i make the wrong decision my life is over it is not mm-hmm. that was <laughs> so yeah. just the fact that you're going to go to college and you're going to Put your best foot forward. Um, go where you are going to be comfortable, where you think you can do a great academic job and, and still have a life.
2: Yeah, Thank I you. will say, I don't think I was ever more stressed about college than my junior year of high school. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> because of the expectation put on it. And I had a yeah. conversation with one of my friends who was uh, two grades above me. And so she was already in college at the time. And she, had, she was in a different college than she started in. And she told me she... She told me something nobody else was telling me at school was that just because you start somewhere doesn't mean you end there. Mm-hmm. And this one decision is not the rest of your life. Like so much pressure is put on it of like, you have to get in here. You have to go here. This is going to shape the rest of your life. You're going to shape the rest of your life. Okay. The college can be a factor of it. It'll be a experience for you, but it is not the determiner of the rest of your life.
1: Hmm. And with that, like with any difficult decisions, what I always say is, think about it. Like, list the pros and cons. Use your head, but then also you're going to trust your gut and yeah. go with your heart and what you what you really feel is the right decision. Think it through to the choices, to the different options, and say which one's going to ultimately make me feel like I made the right choice, where I have no no regrets. And then once you make the decision, don't look back. You just have to know this was the right answer, and you don't think about what those other options might have been because those would have been great too, you know? So you just go with what you got and you make the best of any place you decide to be.
3: Yeah. Yep. And some some professions are more important, the school, than others. Like if you're going to be a brain surgeon, community college is probably not the place to start. Yeah. <laughs> and by the way, if you hear Spencer in the background, yes, he moved with us and he is snoring rather mm. loud. <laughs> That's our chihuahua.
1: They like it here. They want to go to the park don't, That's say the other great thing Don't say that word. Don't say that word about being.
2: They know that word. In a,
1: in a new house in a new neighborhood, as he gets to explore new new restaurants, new new parks. You gotta new, you gotta watch um, out with this vocabulary, Dad. I know, right? <laughs> um, I, I found this this Greenway Trail that connects three different parks in the area, but it's all like in the woods, and I'm, I can't wait to take my big wheel unicycle and ride it. It's like. Five, six miles or he something. He was like gone
3: that. literally like two and a half hours the other day. He was like, I'm going to go to the park. And like, I was worried. I'm like, where in the world is he? This is a really long time. And that's when he got back and he's like, oh, honey, I found out the coolest thing. <laughs> Man.
1: Yeah. I got a call from Eric and basically saying, hey, you want to meet up and throw discs? And so, and I had the dogs with me. I was like, yep, we're going to do that. Man. I've always been very, very persuadable yeah. by my friends who want to do stuff. In fact, I'm, You know, I think that's a good quality. It's like if you can drop everything and go spontaneously play with your friends, it's a good thing to do.
2: I'm learning the importance of saying no to friends, though, I will say, right now. Especially living with a roommate of just, oh, because we can go get coffee right now, should we? Probably not. Um, And just... I've been running, running, running. I feel like I have not had any rest to the point where my days are so busy. So I'm having to schedule things early in the morning, <laughs> <laughs> but then I'm not sleeping. And so I'm I'm getting better at setting boundaries for myself and saying, even like not having an excuse for things. If someone says like, hey, let's go hang out. Just saying, no, sorry, I need to be alone right now. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And that being enough.
1: Well, we miss you. We can't wait to see you um, in October. But I'm well. I'm going to see you in October. Are you going to go with me to LA? I
3: don't think so. I I've, I've got two film festivals in October, and I I don't think I'm going to go to both. So okay, I, I can't do LA too. But I'll see you in
2: November and Thanksgiving. December.
1: Thanksgiving is going to be awesome. We'll oh my spend gosh! A lot of time at the end of the year.
2: Did I tell you guys yeah. I ate a chicken oh. sandwich?
1: You had a chicken sandwich? Oh, no. Yeah. Chick-fil-A?
2: Yeah, I did not like it. <laughs> no, I wouldn't think you would. <laughs> and then I had some chicken tenders yesterday from Whole Foods that were all right. Um, yeah, so I'm I'm on to seafood and white meat now. And I think I'm good with that. I don't really I still have to kind of try not think about it while I eat because it freaks me out. But
3: Yeah, I think the fish will be really good for you.
1: Does your body feel better though?
2: Yeah think so well and and i
3: didn't talk to you after you ate the fish but you know in the tiktok you barely had a bite
2: so I, i'm assuming I, that, that you had the, more yes, than that afterwards <laughs> that i didn't put i in the am video.
1: i have to get doing this, some tiktoks i have not been <laughs> on tiktok hardly at all um and i still even have some that like that we edited or we shot while you were here that i just haven't edited like going <laughs> through the la- the laundry shoot. <gasps>
2: Yeah, because he's playing disc golf and edit that, Dad. Oh my gosh, park. you have content. Just do you I want me? I have content. I just do. I need to edit. Do you it? Want to edit it? I don't want to edit it. Ooh, I would no, make
3: that. him thank do it offering. himself. You've got enough to do. He's going to go play yeah, while you do I'm that. I'm saying
2: no. I'm setting boundaries. Not fair. That's okay. right. Good call. Sorry. Good call. Well, this has been a delight.
1: <laughs> Absolutely, and um, thank you for catching up with us on this week's podcast if you can go out to wholesomechaos.com that's our website to ask a question suggest a topic and just let us hear from you in terms of where you are what you're working on what's going on in your life and how we can help next week we'll be working on some more questions and also we are getting some great um, answers with regard to future guests Uh, so you can share that as well and we'll be lining those up in weeks to come
2: yes Amazing. Well, I love you guys. Love you Me too, Maggie. Too.
1: And we love you, everyone. Have a great week. Take Bye. care.
2: Bye. Bye. Mags and dads, wholesome chaos. Mags and dads, wholesome chaos.
1: Ever since Mary Poppins, Maggie, I've been singing Mary Poppins songs in the house, but changing the <laughs> lyrics. Oh, how you know that so. song, like, anything can happen if you let it? Yeah. You know that song? It's mm-hmm. like... Uh, jelly isn't jelly till you said it. Oh, anything can happen till you if you let it. Like that's the actual lyrics.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. But no, I've it's
1: been, I've been singing. Um, <laughs> that's
2: just <jelly laughs> is the actual lyrics
1: for a sandwich. Find out where the bread is. <laughs> but if you want a salad,
0: you should lettuce.
2: Oh, that's good. Oh, no, honestly. honestly, no. Don't encourage it. <laughs> <laughs>